Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, it's Jamie here. Welcome to the second part of my mini-series about not settling for less. If you haven't listened to or read the first one, it's probably a good place to start. In part one, I brought the basic idea that if we truly want to pursue our purpose and reach our full potential in life, then we must face up to these truths. Number one, God has placed more within us than we realise. And number two, we likely have settled for the life we are living right now. So in part one, we started with this and looked at the first of the essentials that we need to be able to walk with God and walk with purpose. The first essential was a clean heart. Now this doesn't mean an always clean heart. What it means is a heart that is regularly washed clean by Jesus, offering up to him the things we do wrong and asking him to forgive us. Today, I'm going to cover off two essentials. Number one, we must have a clean mind. And number two, that we need to use the gifts God has given us. The key to having a clear mind is to seek an intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We must desire to know and become like him. He must be our saviour and our role model. In Philippians 2 verses 5 to 8, the Apostle Paul wrote this. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the state of a slave. He became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Now Jesus had a very clear understanding of who he was and why he was on the earth. He classed himself as a servant. He humbled himself before God and was obedient to all of the commands and leading of God. You see, that's God's profile for you and for me. And if we want to have the mind of Christ, we must see ourselves as his servants on earth. The Bible calls us to be ambassadors and a person bound to service for Christ. You do what God leads you to do. He gives the directives and we should obey. If we want to have a clear mind, the mind of Christ, as we seek to fulfil God's purpose for our lives, we must put our mind to obey when God calls. If we want to have the mind of Christ, we must obey God's commandments. And we have to mean it, not dilly-dally about, but with certainty make the stand. We should also let God's word, the Bible, program, or probably better said, reprogram our minds. You can't reach your God-given potential, I can't reach mine, if we allow anything other than God and his word to define our world, define us as human beings, or even what we should take as wisdom into our lives. Along the way, many of us will have been subject to false teaching. We should have the access to question something with a preacher stroke teacher. 
something I know Pastor Andy is all for. Just because someone writes a beacon or preaches on a Sunday doesn't make them wholly right. But I'll be honest, we do try our best. You should test all that you hear and read against the Bible. As you read God's word and take it into your heart and mind, the Lord will use truth to drive out error, lies and falsehoods. He'll minimise or erase all thought patterns that are unproductive and replace them with new ways of thinking that are beneficial. We should also seek the truth for ourselves. God won't saturate you with his word by divine injection. You must take charge of your understanding and open the word of God daily, read it and study it, then believe it and apply it to your life. And this is why Catalyst is so good on a Sunday evening, because it's the place to ask the question. You can have a clear mind, a mind that's focused on Christ, and as you pursue your passion and the purpose God has for your life, Choose to make the Father's perspective your perspective and make his thoughts your thoughts. Now, on to another essential, and that is understanding and using your God-given gifts. Our Creator gifts us in unique and wonderful ways. He's crafted you with particular abilities and talents. When you develop your God-given attributes and use them to serve other people in love, great things can be accomplished. But if you try to function apart from your talents, or if you attempt to use your abilities in ways God didn't intend, you're headed for a life filled with anxiety, frustration and failure. If you're going to reach your full potential in life, you must gain an awareness of what the Lord has given you. You must seek to know, develop and then find God-approved ways to use your God-given talents. The gifts and talents the Father designed for you were entrusted to you at birth. A true natural gift is present in a person, I believe, all their life. You can see a small child and how they're compassionate to others. That will stay with them all of their life. I cannot begin to tell you all the natural gifts that are part of human beings, but I can encourage you in this. There are flipping many. In addition to the natural gifts God gave you at your creation, you also received what I call trigger gifts to prepare you for and prompt you to ministry in the body of Christ. These gifts are released after you receive Jesus as your saviour and begin to follow him as your Lord. The Apostle Paul calls out seven trigger gifts that were called to use in ministry. I'm just going to read them out. Prophesying, proclaiming God's word, ministering, serving and helping to meet a need in someone else's life, teaching, presenting information and principles from God's word, encouraging Intense encouragement to live out the Christian life. Giving, expressions of time, treasure and talent marked by generosity and faithfulness. Leading, administering, organising or leading others. And finally, showing mercy. Expressions of kindness that point to God's loving kindness and the offer of forgiveness made possible through Christ. 
No person can teach you how to fully blend all the gifts the Lord has placed and released in you by the power of his Holy Spirit. Only God himself can teach you everything you need to know about your giftedness. Only the Holy Spirit can do the work of shaping and coordinating all areas of your life so they are brightly reflect the light of the Lord. Today, this week, take some time to consider the list above, prayerfully asking the Father to reveal to you how he's gifted you and how you can use your gifts and talents to fulfil the purpose he has for you on this earth. And never forget, your potential lies in the arena of your God-given giftedness. The very building blocks of your potential will always be the gifts he's given you. So to cap it off, let's read from Ephesians 2 verse 6. God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good, and to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.